0: Hello and welcome to the Bucket Bliss podcast. I'm Steven Swenson, CEO and founder of Bucket Bliss. As you know, every week I want to give you tips to increase your productivity, grow your business, and become the best advisor you can as you create a life of bliss for both you and your clients. Today we're going to be talking about getting the most out of Bucket Bliss and our software. Um, With me is Madison Taylor again, uh, social media director and marketing director for uh, Bucket Bliss.
1: Hey Steve, good to be here. To start out, can you tell us how um, you set up a new client in the software?
0: You bet. Um, I do it a couple of different ways. Uh, Let me first tell you, specifically adding a new client in the software is fairly fairly easy. When you log in, you have the ability, of course, to either uh, access a current client that you've created, uh, and then of course, if you select that, it'll bring a drop-down uh, list of all of the income plans that you've created for them. Um, to the left of that, of course, is an option to create a new client, and there and here, the software will simply bring you to a blank income plan, and it'll have the uh, the client data field um, up in front of you. Now, this client data field can also be uh, accessed in the top left corner, next to client your client's name, by clicking on the the little uh, settings button and editing or adding a new client. So, that's quite simply how you add one. Of course, by putting their first name. Uh, last name, email address, and birth date uh, those are the only pieces of information that we that we really need and as a practical matter, um, even the email address is not necessary, so it's just the first name, last name, and the uh, birth date of course, the first name and last name go into the software so that you have some default selections uh, for account owners uh, you one you can have of course the client or uh, client one or client two you know spouses whatever it also also it populates pre populates with with uh, trusts and 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 whatnot so that 's where the actual input uh is useful on the balance sheet and income sources. Um the birth date of course is is applicable primarily in the uh in the uh other income tab as well as the scenario illustration. You'll notice along the left hand side there next to the year uh, it will also list the client's age and sometimes Referencing the client's age, as you uh, as you kind of go through these uh, these tables, makes it a, a lot easier to process when some incomes start and stop those kind of things. Now that that's all really that all really specifically answers the question: How do you input a new client? But uh, over the course of the last couple of years, uh, I, I want to address how I. Truly, input a new client into my practice, and input a new client into the system, and and it and it has everything to do with uh, that fact finding um, appointment, that that introduction appointment. Now, as you may recall from my previous podcast, that uh, clients come to me generally by referral from either a current client or a Center of influence. These current clients and centers of influence have access to the Bucket Bliss uh, brochure that I've given them. And again, you can see those in the marketing uh, s- uh, marketing part of of your account. You can order those Bucket Bliss uh, those Bucket Bliss brochures and customize uh, each one with a personal letter in your in your in your business card well as a practical matter I arm my clients and my centers of influence with those as well as any uh, books uh, book copies of bucket Bliss that they they may want now again the electronic version of the book is available in your marketing library as well and you can use that uh, uh, you can use that uh, Unlimited number of times at no cost. Just simply email that to your clients, prospects, in either the Apple iPad version, the Barnes and Noble Nook version, or the Kindle, uh, the Amazon Kindle version, which are all available in the in the uh, in the marketing side. Now, so let me back up and say, as a practical matter, when people come and visit with me and they come into the office, they have they have heard about Bucket Bliss. Uh, in some fashion, whether it's, whether it's, um, you know, simply the client uh, telling them about them, the center of influence, explaining the concept to them, or, or or what have you. So when they come and meet with me for that initial meeting, they are aware of the concept and they are aware of really what my strategy is. So when I meet with them, I'll go over a. Uh, a brief intro of the strategy using that brochure and then i'll fire up uh the big screen in the conference room and load uh the software right in front of them and almost take my fact finder right there so we'll start of course with the with the uh that new client screen i'll ask for there uh, of course their name and birth date will then get into the balance sheet and i'll explain to them why i need uh, uh you know the rough estimates of the cash that they have on hand as well as a brief sketch of their investments and so we'll populate that i'll populate that balance sheet right in front of them now if they're not yet requi- uh, re- retired, I'll use the financial calculator, the bottom part, part of the the uh, balance sheet, to push the present values of those uh, accounts that they've given me forward to a proposed retirement date, at which point then I'll add a second column on the balance sheet, label that retirement, or I'll give it a specific date uh, that they've kind of earmarked for retirement and then come up with a projection of what the uh, what those accounts will be worth with contributions and growth rates so after we cover the balance sheet I'll then click into the income sources tab and we'll we'll talk through Social Security we'll talk through pensions we'll talk through any other sources of income that they have and then uh, then of course I'll'll I'll flip right over to the um, uh, scenario illustration. Now, if I have done a good job of explaining to them the concepts uh, uh, surrounding bucket bliss and the bucket strategy, filling out the the scenario illustration it, it becomes again an, another op- another opportunity to solidify the strategy in their in their mind. The the large gray box to the left, I. I I I refer to that as the global assumptions box that's where we put in the desired income the beginning year uh, uh the growth you know inflation rate of the of the income um, the duration of the income, you know, do we want to do? We want to illustrate a twenty-year income plan, a twenty-five-year income plan, a thirty-year income plan, those kind of things. And then, of course, I'll move into the individual buckets and in the in the parameters around each of those buckets, namely the growth rate, and then the in, and the and the uh, the uh, the income the the duration of of that. Of that portfolio income I generally set it to five years as is the default so once I've got all of those in there then I can simply use the uh, the auto calculate features of the software to give them a quick assessment of what they can expect for uh, for retirement given the assets that they've got so this obviously because I've used it so much I'm very very comfortable with it you'll want to um, obviously use a sample program and and just poke as many holes in that thing as you can before you do it in front of a client. But I find that if a client a prospect is uh, is able to walk into my office, meet me, shake my hand, get a quick introduction to the strategy, and then we move immediately into some dialogue about what they have and where it is and what they can expect, and then I can print them an illustration and send them out the door with a hard copy of... Um, of their income plan, uh, I find that the, the again it shortens the the sales process or the sales cycle, and it gives them a very quick and uh, easy way to get get their hands around the strategy that uh, that that we use so that's that's mm-hmm. the long answer to how do I input a new client because I generally do it right in front of them and 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 uh, as I've gotten, of course, more comfortable with the software, I've been able to make these changes uh, on the fly with them so that when the client leaves, they have a good idea of, of what they're going to get when they come to me.
1: That's great. Um, so once these advi- or once these um, clients are put into the system and they have their all of their income and everything put in there, for that time, is there... Um, a process of updating them every year. I'm sure that as their income and scenarios and circumstances change, is there is there a process of updating those clients? And um, if so, how does that? How do you do that?
0: Yeah, very good question. Um, as I may have alluded to before, I use the software every single time I meet with my clients. So whether I meet with them semi-annually or annually for account reviews, I always use the software, and I always create a new income plan or an updated income plan. So what I'll do is first go in and access their most recent plan and then I will simply copy the scenario uh, from the scenarios tab. Uh, If you go up to the scenario name, click on settings, you can copy the scenario. It will make an identical copy of of both the balance sheet, the income, income sources, as well as the scenario illustration. I'll then rename that and then go back to the balance sheet add another column date it the date of the review and then input present values of their accounts that i manage i'll have obviously write down to the penny what they what what their accounts value their account values are for the accounts that i manage but for the ones that we've just estimated maybe their 401k's or their accounts held away i'll simply uh, estimate what I think those are going to be, just so that I have a number to use. So, um, <clears throat> so I'll put those in there, and, and I always tell my clients: if you see something that has a round number, like a hundred and ninety thousand that's that's obviously going to be an an estimate uh, of an account that I don't have a live feed on if it says hundred ninety two thousand one hundred and forty six we know that's an account that I've got data on on a daily basis so I'll go ahead and and just assume uh, the values for some of those accounts, make any changes to that that I am aware of in, in both the uh, you know, balance sheet income sources and then manipulate the scenario illustration so that it balances out. Um, but again, I will also review that with them on the fly in our review. If I'm at their house, I'll of course have it on a hard copy printed piece of paper that I'll take notes on. If they're in my office, I'll generally have it up on the big screen in the conference room and we'll make changes to those uh, values as we go. uh, So that again, when they leave, they have the most recent uh, income plan using the most recent data that we have. Now, once we've done all of this, I simply say to them that if if they are happy with the numbers that we've come up with I will take this scenario plan or this this income plan or this particularly the scenario illustration and have it serve as rebalancing instructions for me so that as soon as they walk out the door I will go jump online and rebalance their accounts uh, or their buckets, such that bucket one is fully funded, bucket two is fully funded, bucket three is fully funded, and four is fully funded, as per the discussion that we just had. Now, that's that's the short answer to how I use it um, from year to year and account review to account review. Um, one other thing I would like to throw in there is as we let's suppose we have a 25-year um, income plan. And and they meet, and I establish that with them this year and next year they come in to my office to review that for their first annual review. I will change the the income plan duration from twenty five years to twenty four years. And what the software does is. It'll end in the same year because we'll update the beginning, the, the you know the beginning year, uh, which would be of course next year in this example. It'll end in the same year, but but it'll only go twenty four years instead of twenty five, and that essentially pushes money from bucket four to bucket three to bucket two to bucket one, so that bucket one always has five years of income. Now what this does is unwittingly it reduces the the sequence of return risk in the portfolio. What this does is eliminates the possibility or the worry that you might have of moving from bucket Two to bucket three in a down year when when all of the money was in the growth column of bucket number three and now a portion of it needs to be in the fixed column by always pushing money or reducing the income plan duration by depending on the, the year in which we review it. Uh, and pushing money from 3 to, excuse me from 4 to 3 to 2 to 1 we're always got we've always got a fully loaded bucket number 1 we've always got 5 years of income set aside uh and, and of course set aside i mean a set aside to spend uh, as 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 the income plan dictates but more importantly isolated from volatility from those buckets 3 and 4 particularly that are that are histor- that are fundamentally and mechanically going to be the most aggressive parts of the income plan, the most ag- aggressive buckets, if you will.
1: Thanks for that. That was a lot of good information. <laughs> can you leave us with a challenge or a tip that advisors can implement today to make inputting new clients into the software smoother or um, updating it smoother or just, just a general tip or something that you can leave with us today?
0: Absolutely. I think the best thing to do is if you have a conference room or a big screen on your, on your computer or computer monitor, sit someone down, whether it's an associate agent or rep in your office or a, your assistant, and, and role play with them inputting this data asking these questions that you need to create an income plan so that you can really fine-tune your ability to again meet the client and in the same meeting introduce the strategy and send them home with an income plan again not only does it shorten the sales cycle um, but it, it it begins your relationship by by um Reinforcing the fact that you are working with them on a strategy, um, not simply on performance, not simply on rates of return and the investments that they hold, and so if you can if you can really practice doing that with a with a again an associate advisor or an assistant, so that you can feel comfortable. C- coming up with these income plans on the fly with them. Not only does it cut your prep work down because you're doing it right in front of the client, but it'll also, I think, inc- include uh, increase your close rate because the client now leaves knowing what they're going to get with you. Okay, so I, w- I would do that. And then, uh, you know, it, right along with that, using using the, uh, the uh, software to... Uh, You know, to include data for an annual review, that's something that, again, I think will will be second nature once you're used to creating these income plans on on the fly. All right. Well, thanks for listening today. And if you'd like to request a topic for a future podcast or have something to say about this one, head to our LinkedIn page and leave a comment or question. And while you're at it, share this episode with any colleagues, other advisors who might find it useful. Looking forward to talking to you next week. Thanks.